to Didn't See It Coming, the podcast about brands that learn from the past, are looking to the future, and are profiting because of it today. I'm your host, Mark Stoiber. Hey, it's Mark here, and welcome back to Didn't See It Coming. Now, I am a brand specialist and a marketer, and I have spent my life creating brands for people. And also with your ultimate speech, writing speeches for people. And a little while ago, a little bird whispered in my ear saying, Mark, why don't you teach this stuff? And one better, why don't you create an online education platform so you can help people build their own brands and you can help people build their own speeches and they do it just by downloading your magical courses and when you wake up there's another few hundred bucks in your bank account and so I jumped on this with all the enthusiasm of a newbie and then I hit the brakes because this turned out to be a lot more complicated than I thought it would be so I've been standing at the door trying to get in to this whole world of online education and crack the code and do it for myself and getting more and more frustrated. Well, fast forward to a little while ago, a gentleman named Isaac Tolpin crosses my path. Uh, he is a pioneer of micro-learning platforms. That's what he calls it. He actually created a company and still running called Conveyor, C-O-N-V-E-Y-O-U-R, Check it out because what Isaac talks about isn't just micro learning and creating your own learning platform, but the psychology of how to make this work. So when Isaac crossed my path, I was all over him. I said, you have to come on the show because I'm experiencing this problem and I'm sure a million people who are interested in brands and speeches and marketing, they're all going through the same problem. So Isaac, you're doing public service here. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, Mark. And uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I can't wait to dig in and just share this stuff because there's a fundamental problem happening out there and there's a huge opportunity, but we do have to do it right. Yeah, it's just, you know, I went into it so excited. I got signed up with, you know, click funnels. Apparently it was the easiest thing anybody could put a click funnel together to market a course. Then I went on Teachable. Apparently it's super easy to create a course on Teachable. And I just kept running at it and running at it and nothing seemed to either turn me on what I was doing or turn on people that I was beta testing with. So it gets very frustrating very fast. Is that a common story? It's a common story and a lot of people are selling things that are actually bad experiences. And if you thinking, just talking about brand for a second, if you want something that aligns with the quality of the brand you have spent so much time and in, in, in effort building, then you want to sell something that's actually a great experience where they actually look forward to consuming that content. So it can't just be about, I have really good information. You have to have, see, good information isn't king anymore. Mm -hmm. Good information mm -hmm. distributed well in a humanized manner that creates engagement with great information is what's king. Oh, man. Uh, now, now, you've done this. You're not, I, sorry, let me rephrase that. Uh, a lot of people are out there 
teaching people how to do stuff. We, we were joking before the call. We yeah. said, you know, uh, anybody who's read a book on how to write a book is now out there creating online education, teaching people how to write books. They have zero credibility, but if that is not the case with yourself, give me a bit of your pedigree. You know, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. Uh, a while back, I worked with young adults, thousands of them in direct sales. This is many, many years ago. Very successful at that. Uh, so I, I really learned where human behavior is going. Um, my business partner is Stephen Ryan as well, just a genius guy. And, and so we really understood that. And then fast forward, I built an agency that was an e-learning agency working with top tier uh, influencers, building out their platforms more on a publishing model. Uh, and then Stephen and I you know, furthered our tech company and built conveyyour.com. It launched a couple years ago, 18 months ago or so. And it's just taking off with companies. Uh, for internal training and reinforcement to influencers. And uh, we really took all of that experience of understanding human behavior, understanding what's happening in the digital training world from a higher education standpoint, corporate standpoint, and influencers and trainers out there, and, uh, and brought that together and just said, hey, you know, let's ask the question, what if we built something from the ground up for the learner first? Mm -hmm. Because the big flaw out there is just poor engagement. I mean, it's just, it, I mean, they won't write about it very often, but like Ivy League schools are getting 20, 25% completion of online classes that students pay full price for. I mean, it's just a shame how boring this stuff is. So, and then you, you stand in front of the door again. Like, I'm standing in front of this door. I've tried out my, my video teaching tools. I've tried out my workbooks on people. But I don't know. It, it, they all just go, meh. How, what do you do? How do you crack the code? Well, you first have to understand. I mean, when I say this stuff, everybody's going to be like, that's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, But here it is. Okay, so what are we often doing? We're sending people back to a computer to learn. We are so far beyond computers for learning. Right. Hence why right. podcasts are so popular. Why? The freedom and flexibility of a podcast creates no friction in the learning uh, funnel, right? There's, it's uh -huh. frictionless learning. You could be exercising. You could be doing all kinds of things. Well, you have to create your learning to be frictionless for the student. And if you are requiring them, or even if the experience is better on a computer than mobile, but it still works on mobile, that's like a teachable or something like that, mm -hmm. then, then you're, you've already lost. Another thing is, who wants more emails for notifications? Who wants more emails for the marketing? You know, it still works, don't get me wrong, but if you're, if you're attaching email notifications to content that people already paid for, you want them to, to experience, you've already lost. The moment a second email pops up and they're behind is the moment they kind of give up. And so you have to notify them through instant messaging or text messaging or something more powerful than that. You know, so these are just a couple of the things. I mean, I have many more, but I'll just pause for a second. But you have to, the overall thing is, it has to be a humanized experience. So mobile-driven, uh, instant notifications, it's got to be personalized. They have to feel like that they're the only person in the world receiving that communication. Um, and then they also, but at the same time, they also want to feel like they're going through something with others. So how do you accomplish both of those where there's a sense of collaboration, a sense of other people going through something? And then you have to have gamification, which you know we can talk about. Oh my God, you're already depressing me because I'm already looking at this going, I could just basically throw out everything that I've just done again. Now, walk me through it. You are me 
and you want to put, say, uh, you know, you and I talked about this. I teach at university and I want to put out my brand course at university to 500 people as opposed to my 20 students. Where do you start? Uh, and, and, and from a marketing perspective or from building something? No, from, from building, well, you know, I think the marketing has to come with it, but I think yeah. just even just the fundamentals of putting it together, because it can't be like me standing in front of a class, yes. they're yes. forced to listen, you know, they, they, yes. they paid good money, so they have to listen, but somebody, you know, trying a sample lesson online, they don't have to listen, they can turn me off in 30 seconds, so what do I do first, second, third? Well, the first thing you do is you have to shift some of your beliefs you might have. Um, and, and that is, you might, you, I'm saying you as everybody mm -hmm. here, you might, uh, you might think, well, my content is really deep. It's really important. And I don't know how I could, shoot, I could put my content into a three, four, five minute video. And so there's a belief that we have to break there for some people of, well, if you have something that needs to be 20 minutes, it really should be three five-minute videos, and you take out the five minutes of extra stuff that's not needed anyways. Mm -hmm. And so that's how you have to look at it. You have to break it. It has to be bite-sized content because here's the thing you have to build with your learner. You're right. In a live event, right, you captivate them. They're there. There's peer pressure not to walk out. There's all kinds of things there that you have going for you, okay? But in, a, in a, an online environment, there's the, it's the world of distraction, and you have to build a trust that you're not going to spend take up more than five to six minutes of their time before they complete something and they get recognized for it. And if you don't do that, the moment you go beyond that, the moment when they think about going back to your program, even if they love the information, they're not going to because think about people today. Do I have 15 minutes right now? No. Do I have 10 minutes? No. Do I have five minutes right now? Yeah, I have five minutes. You, they have to be able to say yes to that and you have to hold to that so you build that trust. And now it's fun because I can in between things, I'm waiting at the doctor's office, I can pull over my phone, I can take another lesson um, and get more points for it and get higher on the leaderboard and, and things like that. So there's multiple aspects, you gotta be mobile, good notifications, you gotta have bite-sized content and then you have these gamification uh, elements where you're engaging them. Nobody wants, here's what nobody wants, nobody wants head videos with no engagement back. They have to be able to engage back within that five to six minutes and accomplish something and they get something for it. And if they don't, if they don't get achievement currency, you're not tapping into the, the natural human drive to compete and do well, make my name mean something against others and a leaderboard mm -hmm. and make, make the learning fun. Now, if we do that, you're saying, all right, Mark, you've got a course and I'm going to take the the uh, the speech course that I'm putting together and the first unit I've already said okay I'm gonna throw away the 20 minute unit on how to create a better topic and I'm gonna break it down into three subsections so the first subsection is why this topic why have you been asked and why are you being asked to deliver this topic now so I go okay I can talk about that in five minutes but now you've just disrupted me again by saying, okay, you can't do five minutes, you have to bring engagement into this within that five minute mark. So it can't just be me doing a talking head for five minutes. How do I bring engagement in within that very short first five minutes? What do I do? 
Yeah, so so a couple you bring this is fun. You're bringing up a couple different issues on how do we how should that video be produced, you know, uh, and then how, the engagement. You need a you need a platform that is very very easy to take the talking head videos because I do believe talking head videos are okay as long as there's engagement. In fact, uh, I believe they're better in a lot of cases. Now I'm really bucking the system here mm -hmm. because a lot of people are like doing voiceover slides using Camtasia and all that stuff's cool. It's great. If you have the bandwidth and the time to do it, that's great. But remember, the more you edit your videos, the more likely those videos are going to become irrelevant. And here's why. The more you, money you spend on a video to produce it, the more you edit it, the least likely you're going to replace it when it's a little bit outdated. And so we're in an age where speed of change is rapid, especially internally in companies. And so you don't want to farm this out, have all these videos being produced to, to a massive level. You want good audio, good sound, decent background, and you talking for three or four minutes about something. And it's okay if you're talking straight into the camera, unlike what a lot of people believe. Because the LMS system should bring those videos to life. And if it's not, then you're forced to do all this crazy work on the videos and then they get outdated and it's hard to update them and things like that. And so you really have to have an LMS system. That's why we built our platform, conveyyour.com, to make it easy for the authors to take their videos and bring them to life. Pick one of nine different engagement formats, put it before or after the video, tie it into points that they achieve throughout the whole course of things, have a leaderboard where real-time they can see how they're doing on the leaderboard and they get instant points for just participating and, and doing the engagements. And when I say engagement, it's as simple as dragging in, uh, a little dial on their phone or computer, uh, rating themselves 1 to 10 on something, or a checklist where they check off that they're going to go do things you're asking them to do. Or maybe it's an open-ended question where they just write back. Or maybe it's a, it's, it's a poll where you can see immediately after you answer a preference out of four options, how everybody else answered because it pops up right after you answer. So immediate feedback and then you get points for participating and it's all just it works on every device. And so that's the answer is like so much pressure is put on people like you, Mark, to make these just incredible videos. What really needs to happen, and this is for corporate too, is they need to be to the point. They need to be good content, good audio, good lighting. Hold and on, hold on. You're, 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 I'm a chronic interrupter. I apologize, but I yeah, get excited really quickly. Now I'm starting to get excited. So you're saying I can record, say, a three to five minute video on why are you given this topic, why right now, and why should you be the one to deliver it? So I can talk for five minutes on that, no problem. But then instead of just throwing it up on YouTube or throwing it up in a platform like Teachable, which I subscribe to now, you're talking about LMS. You're talking about making it dynamic. Now, again, I go on to Conveyor, and we've gone through the site. Talk to me about, all right, what do I choose? I've got a five-minute video of myself talking about topics. Yeah. So then I go on to Conveyor, and I sign up. And then talk to me a little bit about how you came up with all these different elements to, like you said just now, bring that video to life and really make it pop. How, what do I pick? Where do I go? What do I do? Help me. Yep, yep. So, so it's as simple as this. Everybody has a whiteboard or something they can write on. And what usually in that element, you know your content really well. But so if you're thinking about, okay, I want to just get the most powerful aspects 
that I can get people to implement. If they implement the most powerful aspects of this, they will experience change in their life or business. And that's the kind of viewpoint. A lot of people want to teach everything in a course, and that's not what you need to do. Maybe that needs to be three courses. Everything might need to be three courses. You want eight to ten, you know, eight to twelve short videos with gamification, and um, and then you want to whiteboard it, and you go, okay, video, you know, lesson one, lesson two, lesson three, and then uh, you want to bullet point the three most important aspects of that video. Maybe you haven't even created the videos yet. No problem. Bullet point the three most important aspects of that video. Write the title, and you'll change the title later, I'm sure, but write the title of that lesson. And then if, if you're using Conveyor, you just open it up. You look at the different – there's a menu of nine different engagement formats. There's a little button you can click to view, uh, animated view of it to kind of see it. And you think about the content of the video, and you think about where they're at in this course. And I go, mm, I think a poll question would be good for the first one because then that will show them other people are going through this with them. And they can identify with how they answer their question and get immediate results. So I'll just write poll on my whiteboard next to that video. And then I'll write lesson two and I'll go, what's the next title? What's the next three bullet points of that video? I'll go look at the software, just as one page inside the software. You just look at it and I click around and I see, oh, I think I should do, you know, I think right now I want them to feel some pain about their situation. And I want them to rate themselves one to 10 on two things. And so, I'm going to do a stats tracker, okay? And that's what it's called in the system, all right, stats tracker. So you can literally outline it uh, out. Now, as everybody knows, when you outline something, it doesn't, making your, it doesn't mean it's permanent, right? You're going to probably change some things in the outline as you build. Then you literally, all you do is you hit, uh, you, you hit lessons or triggers in, the, in your campaign, and you, you name it. You put a banner image behind it. Um, you... You grab your video link from YouTube, Wistia, or Vimeo. So all we need is you make it unlisted on YouTube, grab that link, embed link, you place it right there, uh, and then you have your your engagement you're doing, okay? So we're doing a stats tracker. So ask the question, and then boom, and you hit finish, and it creates a lesson, and it's more dynamic than if you spent $10,000 uh, per lesson, which some companies charge uh, to, to build out your e-learning. And the reason it's more dynamic is because it's humanized, it's beautiful on the mobile device, it's gamified, um, and they'll automatically get points for answering it and go on a leaderboard and those kinds of things. Obviously, just talking about it, you know, is different than actually seeing it, but that's the sense. Oh, man. I, we have to cut to a short break here, Isaac, but I don't know whether I should laugh or cry, but I do know that I've got about 10 hours worth of questions to ask you, and I already have a, sort of a challenge that I'm going to put to you in the second half of the show. So we're just going to go to a quick break right now, and uh, we'll be back in a flash. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. If you are, make sure to subscribe to it on iTunes. Didn't see it coming. And I would be very, very grateful if you could leave maybe just a one or two line bit of feedback on iTunes so that other folks can get dialed into the podcast as well. All right, Isaac, we're back. Uh, you have blown my mind. You have gotten me now to accept that, okay, I am going to be breaking my lessons on speech into these small micro teaching units, which I love 
because it's super easy for me to focus for five or ten minutes, pull down the sort of white paper behind me, record something, upload it to YouTube, and then instead of throwing it up onto a, a stodgy platform, which reminds me a bit of like, you know, publishing a book for a student to learn from, and I wouldn't open that book, let alone my students, you're actually getting me to do things like throw in challenge questions, fill in the blank questions, you know, and, and, and just getting people to compare themselves with others so they feel like they're going through it. And most important, make it so they can do it while they're getting a haircut on their phone. I, I love that. So, I, I mean, talk to me about some of the, 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 the experiences you've had. Uh, you know, using Conveyor and also personal experiences, what shaped this sort of philosophy and what led to you creating this? You could have done so many different things. Yeah, and I, and I want to totally bring my business partner, Stephen Ryan, in because he's just <laughs> amazing and uh, we did really did this together. But great question. And really in the past, it, it's, um, I was deep involved in the e-learning industry and I was talking to mainstream publishers who were trying to figure this out. Uh, I was talking to uh, higher education, Ivy League colleges, and even these large MOOCs. Like, you know, you have Udemy and you have edX.org, and there's a e-learning's a five billion dollar industry. And so, but fundamentally, everywhere I go, when you get the truth of it, it is being done horribly. I remember sitting with the dean of a of a college and around the table and just hearing how poor their learner engagement is. And I remember talking to an Ivy League college and they get 25% retention of college students finishing courses. And uh, there's a large MOOC out there where I talked to a board member and you know, 93% of their students leave after the third lesson and they put millions and millions of dollars into this thing. So you, there's a big problem. On the outside, it all looks great, right? And you're somebody that's, I want to, you know, create leverage and I want more people to, to experience my content. So I'm going to do e-learning. Well, if you ever wanted to buy something else from you and if you want to protect your brand, you better make sure a large percentage of those people are actually experiencing that content, finishing it and implementing it in their lives. And if they're not, they'll be okay with you because they know it's on them, but they may not buy more from you. And so marketing today is about caring about the individual. And if you care about the individual, you're going to think completely differently about how to do this. And so that was really the motivation is understanding where, how poor engagement is out there. And so going, you know what, as entrepreneurs, we can fundamentally disrupt this by just asking the age old question, what does the end customer need to experience to enjoy this? What do they want? And yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what, 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 I mean, you, you, you come up with that incredible insight. Uh, and then obviously you didn't go right from there to creating Conveyor. Uh, you tested this out on people. What were the responses? These sort of, as you, as you brought in sort of the, the gamification and the little bite-sized bits and the, 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 yeah. the platform you use mobile, you know, I, cause I was still, I was thinking, Hey, you know, it's going to be something they sit down on their computer with. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, doesn't so, work, but what, what were the responses as, as you started to develop this? Yeah, one of our beta users, and he doesn't mind me mentioning him by name, StephenShapiro.com. Stephen with a PH, he's a, just an incredible innovation speaker and consultant, and he was one of our early customers, still customer, and he created a 30-day innovation challenge. Uh, so after he, he gives a speech or a training, uh, all of the people go into that, and he, I mean, he speaks to you know big companies, Marriott, Boeing, companies like that, and what, what he started to experience is 
um, he's getting as much as 95% completion of entire management teams going through this over 30 days um, when they make it optional. In fact, when they make it optional, they get a higher retention, which is fascinating. And so what you have there is every day they get a text message with a unique link that gives them a new lesson in a portal right on their phone where they get a gamified question. Uh, and it's, it's reinforcing what he already taught them. So he asks the question first and then a video plays afterwards, you know, reteaching that concept. And so the implementation of what he does live is now far superior. And we, we have to remember, and I'm sure you agree to this, no matter how great of a speaker you are, um, very little actually gets implemented from a speech, from a tr live training. And the reason is, is because it's hard to change human behavior. And so now, if you're able to stay with them after that uh, with micro training, that's great. Now, we also, um, you know, uh, off of that, uh, you know, we had from consultants, University of Alberta uh, is going to put their college classes in Conveyor because a consultant was so enamored with our platform and they, and they introduced it to University of Alberta. And so uh, even on my own personal side, and my wife is a speaker, author, and blogger. Uh, mommy blogger and courageousmom.com and she um, she created a, a campaign that she launched from stage and she got 80% uh, of people to opt in and get that from stage which there's an easy way to do that and then on another sense she did online marketing we, we built a parenting course and uh, we did Facebook ads to it and it blew up her engagement to where she had you know 3,000 opted in cell phone numbers uh, just from that you know couple months of doing that with that course in the first couple months, and uh, and now she can engage with people through text messaging. So there's a whole other side to it where if you can get an opt-in and cell phone number and email too, we're finding that that is a far more superior way to communicate with people is through text messaging. Oh my God, I, I feel like I should jump up and hug you. This is incredible because you've you've made that transition now from uh, teaching people and doing what I didn't think was possible to do, which is, uh, you know, actually keeping them in the course. I've been struggling with that for six months. How do I keep them engaged? And I haven't cracked the code until today. And then you've just made this transition going, you know, if you actually engage with them to 80, the tune of 80 to 90%, which is just mind blowing. I mean, I can't imagine that any, I can't imagine that on any given day, my students at university that I had more than half of them who weren't engaged with me. You know, it's just, it's a crazy number. And then obviously you say, okay, now we're, we're moving it. If they like you and they pay attention to your course, suddenly you can start marketing to them. And a lot of them are going to say, hey, you know, I want to go one higher. I want to build a speech that's way better because I just got invited to talk at TED. Suddenly you've got a, a client for your consultancy. Is that how you find it works? Yeah, I mean, on the marketing side, it's great. I mean, you can give something free that's really compelling. And then it, it can uh, two campaigns can communicate with each other inside Conveyor. So it could seamlessly ask them to buy something that's bigger. Absolutely. And you can also embed these uh, courses right within your website so it stays within your brand um, and they could have a library of courses eventually to buy on your site or uh, you could create subscription content because it's connected with Stripe and so it's just very easy to play with other software uh, to charge subscriptions and things like that and so we really understand you know we're winning with the consultants the trainers the speakers but also the companies and also the online marketers because 
you know, we really built it for all of those. And just think one other thing for the speakers out there, imagine you're in front of an audience of 500 people. Mm -hmm. And what do we really want to do? We really want all of those people in our database, don't we? And, and, and don't we want to give something? And it's kind of old hat to be in the back of the room, you know, selling books or something like that. And so it's embarrassing. I do, I do it all the time. And I feel like, uh, I feel like a busker. (laughs) <laughs> so so imagine I'm just imagine a world where you're on stage and you plant a seed. Hey, I'm going to give you guys something really cool at the end. Uh, and then you keep giving your talk. And at the end, you have a slide at the end that has, hey, I'm going to give you guys uh, a seven day challenge that has seven short videos. They're going to help you implement what I taught you today. I'm also going to give you a slide deck and uh, some extra notes. Uh, so you really have the resources and it's completely free. And all I want you to do right now is to hold up your phones. Everybody got your phones? Hold them up. Okay. I want you to text hashtag leadership to this number. And what's going to happen is you're going to get a text message immediately from me uh, to your phones. It's going to have a link to it. Um, So everybody do that. They do it. Okay. Now click the link. Okay. The link is going to pop up and it's going to ask for your name and email just because I want to address you by name. And they put that in and then boom. They're in the first little piece of content right there, and they have a link uh, to the slides and everything right on their phone. And and now over the next six or seven days, or however many days you want, they're going to get a text message notifying them there's a new piece of content. They click it, and they go right in. There's no login. They just go right in, frictionless training. And then at towards the end, and in your videos in this thing, you're going to plant seeds for something bigger you want to offer them. And then at the end, there's a there's a buy button with a uh, a discount to to get your book, to get another course, uh, to get whatever. So you've accomplished many things uh, right there, which is you built your database from your speaking. You've also planted seeds that you're incredible in digital training with any HR people that might be in the audience. Uh, you've also given an opportunity for the the regular people to to buy something. And if HR becomes intrigued with you, now they know that you're great in digital too, and that could lead to six-figure licensing deals with companies. I, I, I just picked myself back up off the floor here. Um, we have to cut out. I want to respect your time, but that's not actually the reason why I want to stop now. The reason I want to stop now is because I have a challenge. What I'm going to do, if you want to accept the challenge, I am going to uh, drop my Teachable account. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to sign up with Conveyor. We're gonna we're gonna handle that, but here's what I want to I want to talk about. I want to do a step by step documentary podcasting with you, as I go through the steps of building this first speech DIY course. And I'm a frustrated educator. I've been trying this for six months, haven't gotten it right, and I think I'm, I see something here that's really gonna work. So are you into that while I do my units that I bring you aboard and we do a little, uh, hey, this is what I did this week and and here's what worked, here's what didn't and we can talk about the psychology of it and how it works and what might work better so that we can actually guide people through it? Well, I love that because you know usually things are just theory, right? And usually it's just people talking and then people go about their lives. But this would be a really fun challenge. I'm glad you brought it up because now we're getting into practical and real and what actually is happening. So I'm in. You're in. Excellent. All right. Well, I can't, I can't wait to get off this podcast. I can, usually can't, I, I can't stop the podcast because I love doing it, but I can't wait to get off the podcast. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign myself up. I'm going to record my first video. That's my vow to my listeners and to you. I'm going to record my first video and uh, it'll appear on YouTube probably a little later today so everybody can have a good laugh at it. But we'll use that as the starting point 
and we're going to start this program. And what do you say? Maybe we shoot for having the first course done by mid-January. Oh, yeah, that's easy. If you can get the videos done, it's a matter of, uh, you know, five hours to build your whole course. Holy smokes. I just picked myself back up off the floor again. Ladies and gentlemen, Isaac Tolpin, that's I-S-A-A-C-T-O-L-P-I-N. And uh, stay tuned because you're going to be seeing some more podcasts coming from me and some YouTube videos, and I'm going to be reaching out to you to see what you think of what we're building together. Uh, check out his company, Conveyor, C-O-N-V-E-Y-O-U-R.com. But you don't need to do that because I'm going to be banging it into your heads anyway over the next coming seminars, uh, uh, podcasts rather. Isaac, thank you so much for this podcast, but uh, I guess it's uh, here's to the next one very shortly. Looking forward to it, Mark. This was a lot of fun, and uh, I'm looking forward to what's ahead. You've been listening to Didn't See It Coming, the podcast for brands that learn from the past, look to the future, and profit because of it today. I'm your host, Mark Stoiber. 